the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm honored. Today is Wednesday, October the 13th, 2021, in the year of our Lord. Today, on October 13, 1792, the cornerstone of the executive mansion, we know it as the White House, it was laid by George Washington. He was president during a ceremony in the District of Columbia. Today, in the year 54, Nero succeeded his uncle Claudius as emperor of Rome. Claudius had been murdered by his wife. Today in 1775, the United States Navy had its origins as the Continental Congress ordered the construction of a naval fleet. Our first naval fleet consisted of two boats, two ships. Today in 1845, Texas voters ratified a state constitution Today, in 1943, Italy declared war on Germany, its one-time Axis partner. Today, in 1960, John F. Kennedy and Richard Nixon held the third televised debate of their presidential campaign. Nixon was in Los Angeles. Kennedy was in New York. Today, in 1974, longtime television host Ed Sullivan. Remember the Ed Sullivan show? I never got to see that because it was on on Sunday night. And when I grew up, we went to church every Sunday night and Sunday morning and Tuesday night and Thursday night. But I knew a lot about Ed Sullivan. Sometimes I would get to see a little bit of him. He died 73 years old, died today in 1974. Today in 2010, rescuers in Chile using a missile-like escape capsule pulled 33 men one by one up to fresh air and freedom. After 69 days, they were trapped in a collapsed mine a half mile under the surface of the earth. Half mile deep. Boy, that that would be some kind of an experience, I'll tell you. I mean, on a lot of levels. Vice President Kamala Harris yesterday, she gave a speech. She deplored in the strongest terms with the most gnarly face she could make. The European explorers who first landed in North America. She talked to the National Congress of American Indians, their 78th annual convention. She claimed that President Joe Biden's Build Back Better agenda will do very much. It will go a long way to repair the damage that she attributes to, quote, mass migration of white Europeans. She said, quote, since 1934, every October, the United States has recognized the voyage of European explorers who first landed on the shores of the Americas. And Vice President Harris said, but that is not the whole story. That has never been the whole story. Those explorers ushered in a wave of devastation for tribal nations, perpetrating violence, stealing land, spreading disease. She said, we must not shy away from this shameful past. We must shed light on it and do everything we can to address the impact of the past on the Native community. 
Interestingly enough, Vice President Kamala Harris also created a video in the last couple of weeks, a NASA video featuring, of course, herself, Vice President Kamala Harris, interacting personally with children from across America. She wanted to people to see, you and I, the little people out here, she wanted us to see that she is relating to America because she's had an enormous problem with relating to anybody since becoming Vice President of the United States. So the YouTube, it features Harris interacting enthusiastically with this group of children from all across America. And she introduces them, and the voiceover on the video introduces them. This is an official NASA video. So they're introduced from all across America. Emily is from New Jersey, and Derek is from St. Louis, and Zarelli is from Lafayette, Louisiana, and Trevor is from California, and Sydney is from Iowa City, Iowa, and so it goes. But all the children in the video aren't from there. They're actors. They're child actors. Trevor, he's from California. He's the 13-year-old actor. He told the local news station... uh, on Monday, he said, no, he said, I sent in an audition tape for the video because he said my agent called me and told me that he got a great part for me. It's it's a big deal with the vice president of the United States. He said he really liked Harris after filming it. He said her personality is just charismatic. He said she's everything that I thought of her. She's more. In the video, the group of children travel to the Naval Observatory as though they're gathered from around the country, and she's leading the country when they see this. NASA, our own NASA, is leading America to believe that she's interacting with all of the ordinary folks across the United States. Now it's just a group of actors. Our government paid them to show up and film this thing. They join her at the observatory. They go to the Naval uh, observatory and discover that she lives there. I mean, it's all acting. I mean, she does live there, the vice president, that's where they live. But they go there and she says, welcome guys, thanks for coming to Washington, blah, blah, blah. She said, wait until you guys see the moon, I'm telling you, I don't know what it is about these craters on the moon. She's in this video, it's going to be played all over the world, all over the nation showing the vice president relating to ordinary people, us little people out here who work and vote. and Or maybe we don't vote, but we work and we worry about where she and the president is taking this nation so quickly. The children laugh with Harris over questions about being the vice president and being the head of the Space Council. She's the main guy, gal of the Space Council. She said, I love the idea, she told these kids, of exploring the unknown. She said, you too can do this. And the soundtrack swells with the video and the music. And she dramatically tells them, she said, I have a surprise for you. And on and on it goes. Sick. It's sick. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. (laughs) Progressives are an affliction to all of us who have some sense of right and wrong and some moral compass in our lives. The progressives do not have absolutes. They don't believe 
that anything is absolute. Truth is not something that we strive to understand and to come to know and so on. Truth is whatever we say it is. If Kamala Harris says these kids are gathered here from across America, leading the public to believe that they just came as kids out of the classroom from wherever, and she names all where they're from and all that kind of thing, that's truth. That's not misleading. Oh, no, not at all. If she says it's true, then it's true, because that's her truth. These kids were paid. I mean, they're real kids, and they do live in America, but they're actors. They're not gathered from around the nation. They're hired. These are the afflictions, the kinds of afflictions that we face today, and they are many and multiple. And even the left-wing media is starting to say, um, let's put on the brakes a little bit here, guys. I think we're getting too progressive. We're going to self-destruct, and it's going to be sooner than later. I pray they're right. But that's what they're beginning to say. Psalm 55 says, Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. Don't be moved by what's going on in the world today. It's pathetic. It's sick. It's certainly destructive. Isaiah wrote to the people of God so many years ago. He said in chapter 41, I think it's verse 10 or 9 or 10. He said, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Of course, in Hebrews, the Bible says, chapter 10, verse 23, Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. God has promised his word is true. Every part of our society today the social construct of America, is being attacked. Every single part of it, every part of the foundations of our institutions, everything about what we are as a nation, who we are as a people, is under attack. Not from without. It's not China yet. They're preparing for such things. I'm convinced of that. It's not them. It's us. Within the enemy within the gates, as Cicero spoke about in Rome. While President Biden gave a thumbs up to, or thumbs down to Christopher Columbus on Monday, Vice President was doing the same thing, same script yesterday. Biden reminded America Christopher Columbus was <coughs> lost at sea when he stumbled upon America consequently was responsible for the indigenous people losing their land, becoming diseased. Same thing that she was saying yesterday, he was saying on Monday. He gave a huge thumbs up, though, to the indigenous people. But he also did something else on Monday. And I want to talk to you about this, and this is a very sensitive subject. I get enormous pushback and attacks when I even talk about this. But I would be amiss if we didn't address it because of the position that the President of the United States is taking, and more importantly, because of what God's Word says about it. The President of the United States 
gave a huge thumbs up to the LGBTQ plus agenda by proclaiming Monday as a day of celebration. No, not for the indigenous people. He's already promised them he'll take care of them. He'll fix all the wrongs that Columbus and all those white guys that followed have done. Monday was declared a coming out day, a day to celebrate homosexuality. NBC also celebrated with a feature story that's titled Trump's Presidency Linked to LGBTQ Mental Illness. All in one day, the President of the United States says, we're going to celebrate that which God condemns. We're celebrating it. America, founded on Christian principles, on the Bible. NBC, at the same time, I don't know if it was orchestrated or not, but on the same time, at the same day, they came out with a feature story titled that Trump's presidency is linked to LGBTQ mental illness. I'll tell you, while our supply chain is collapsing, the economy is not recovering, Chaos is ruling in every aspect of governance and our borders are wide open and thousands upon hundreds of thousands of people are flooding across our borders infected with COVID. And nobody cares that's in power. All of this, and what does this president do? He declares the day, Columbus Day, to be coming out day. The Bible says there is a way that seems right unto man. I think that's what we're looking at today. President Biden said in his official statement Monday, Today we celebrate National Coming Out Day and the courage of the LGBTQ plus people who live their lives with pride, create community with open arms and hearts, and showcase the strength of being your authentic self. He pledged himself and the power of his presidency to ensure that every member of the LGBTQ plus community, know that you are loved and accepted just the way you are, regardless of whether or not you've come out. He promised to ensure that the LGBTQ plus people can live openly, proudly, and freely in every corner of our nation. You know what? I agree. Every person on earth, regardless of the depth of their sin have that they've experienced, whatever they've done, they are loved. They're deeply loved. Christians love those who violate God's laws. We hate the sin, but we do indeed love the people. Every person has a right to live openly and proudly and freely. It's written that God God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. They are loved. Everybody is loved. The thief, the murderer. And yes, those who practice homosexuality. It is a behavior that is chosen. It is not a behavior one is born with. It is also written that those whom the Son sets free are free indeed, and everybody has the opportunity to live openly and proudly and freely, as our president says, in every corner of our nation. Absolutely. This nation was founded on liberty. The Liberty Bell quotes the Bible, the inscription on it. A verse from Leviticus, let freedom, liberty ring throughout the land. 
With God's forgiveness comes restoration and deliverance from sin. But it's not an affirmation of sin, and we've turned that. We've taken truth himself, Almighty God, and we have turned his words now to apply to what it is that we want to do and how we want to live. Because we are truth, not Jesus Christ, but Joe Biden or Kamala Harris or whomever. Government does not have the right nor the power to bestow liberty and freedom, personally or collectively. They have none of that. Our founders recognized this from the beginning, that government cannot be allowed to attempt to bestow rights and liberty because its best effort always leads to bondage. That's why they were running away from England, coming over here to pollute the country, as our president says, and vice president. That's why they were leaving England. Because the king had decided what kind of freedom and when they could have it. Our founders chose the path that embraces Judeo-Christian principles and God's truth, God's freedom, God's liberty. And that's what we're talking about here. And these people are so blind and so ignorant spiritually. While claiming to be devout Christians, they are lost. They have no clue about what truth is regarding the matters of human sexuality and a whole lot of other matters. That's what's wrong in our country today. Our leaders can't even reconcile what they claim to believe spiritually with their own Catholic Church, for goodness sake. Their own Catholic Church is now telling, particularly the President of the United States, that he shouldn't be allowed to take communion in their church. Jesus Christ did not die on a cross in public humiliation to affirm... Excuse me. I get pretty moved when I talk about the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. But Jesus Christ did not die on the cross in public humiliation to affirm sin, any sin. Homosexuality isn't the only sin. It's a list of many sins, but it is one that is singled out in the Bible, and God strongly condemns it. Why would we want to celebrate it in a so-called Christian nation or one that was birthed on Christian, Judeo-Christian values. He died to make men free by paying the price, the penalty for our sin. Through his resurrection, we're delivered from our sin by our acceptance of Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. Christ is not an enabler of sin. Joe Biden is an enabler of sin. Kamala Harris is an enabler. And all of those who are so-called activists, they're loving, they're accepting, they're inclusive. These churches that put these signs out trying to attract people, we are an inclusive church. No, they're not. They're an apostate church. God did not put us here on this earth to affirm what Jesus Christ, his only begotten son, died for. It's called sin. And I have sinned. Gary Randall is a sinner, saved by grace. And if you know the Lord personally, so are you. And those who claim to be Christian and have not accepted the restoration, the, 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 the renewal, the salvation of their soul through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ are lost. And unfortunately, they're not only themselves walking down a path of destruction, but they're taking many with them. And that's what breaks my heart. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Not policies and not the president standing up trying to be 
whatever, proclaiming it a coming out day. We don't need a coming out day. We need a day to get on our knees and confess before God we have sinned. Forgive us, almighty God. And then we need to turn from our wicked ways and begin to walk a different path because this is not the path to righteousness and success. It is the path to destruction. They claim that it's the path of deliverance and freedom. In fact, in his speech, President Biden noted that he's appointed openly homosexuals to the highest places in our government. Evidently, he was talking about Pete Buttigieg and his husband. The president promises to fight for the full promise of equality with no understanding that the price of full equality has already been paid on the cross of Jesus Christ, while he himself tells the world repeatedly that he is a devout Christian, Catholic. He has no understanding of the full equality that has been achieved through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God. All have sinned. Homosexuality, according to God's word, is sin. It's not the only sin, but it is a sin that is strongly condemned in the Bible. And these people do not need enablers, whether it's in the White House, the classroom, or whether it's even in their own home. They don't need enablers. They need someone to love them and to lead them to eternal life and total restoration by the power of God, the blood of Jesus Christ. That's what they need. That's where their fulfillment will come. That's where their identity can be found. Don't tell me about being prejudiced. I've counseled too many of them. I know the lostness. I know the emptiness. And my heart breaks for that. But my righteous anger is fired when I see people like Joe Biden leading people to hell under the guise of being the great provider, the great enabler. Sin of all kinds is strongly condemned in the Bible. Homosexuality is the most celebrated sin in America today. Those who practice the behavior struggle personally, emotionally, and spiritually. As I said, I've counseled them. I know from their experiences what they're going through. NBC News ran a story yesterday titled, Trump's Presidency Linked to LGBTQ Mental Illness. They're admitting with their headline that there's a mental illness involved in this. There's certainly mental challenges. There's no question about that. NBC News begins with this. This is the beginning of their story. Anxiety, depression, stress. These are some of the emotions that LGBTQ people, Americans, experienced during the Trump administration, according to two recent studies. I'm quoting NBC. According to two recent studies, the reports, they say, conducted independently, both landed on the same conclusion. There was a significant decline in the mental well-being of lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender people while Donald Trump was president. The study concluded to be, uh, the, the, the study scheduled to be published in December issue of the Journal of Economics and Human Biology found quote, extreme mental distress defined as reporting poor mental health every day by, for the past 30 days increased among LGBTQ people during Trump's rise and presidency. That's NBC. 
They're supporting the president who is supporting sin, who is supporting destruction of people who desperately need help. The studies also blame Texas. And NBC makes the case. The studies also blame Texas for the casualties among the young. One of the researchers in this study, it'll, be, it'll come out in a, in a journal in December, just before Christmas, it claims that, quote, Texas legislators this year have introduced dozens of anti-LGBTQ bills, many of which target trans and non-binary people. They claim Texas is effectively bullying by legislation. It's dangerous and wrong. The studies conclude that the advocates hope that LGBTQ mental health might improve under the Biden administration due to his strong public support. It won't. It won't. They'll celebrate his words. He'll say anything to get a vote. He'll say anything to be the big man. He spent his lifetime trying to become president of the United States. The first time he had to drop out because of plagiarism and other um, inconsistencies. The second time he couldn't get any support, so he dropped out. Finally, this time, Barack Obama and whomever else, I don't know who all got behind the scenes and pushed him over the, over the finish line, but whomever put him in office are now pulling his strings. He doesn't even know what he's doing some of the time, in my view. But he's... They're pulling his strings. They're telling him kind of what to do and when to do it. I'm convinced, at least that's my personal opinion. Now they, and of course, President Biden tied to his speech of coming out day celebration. He said, we've got to get H.R. 5, the Equality Act, passed. It effectively replaces fundamental concept of biological sex in favor of gender identity. It's radical. It will severely affect women, specifically as it would destroy women's sports and eliminate the traditional right to privacy that women have in public facilities because gender identity rather than biological sex would be prioritized. It would change the whole order of human sexuality. That's what the Equality Act does. And the, the, the consequences of that is going to be unbelievable. In Loudoun County, Virginia... Already, where there's been a lot of focus on the board meetings, the school and all, They're, they are practicing in a blind rage. They're practicing already what this Equality Act will bring to America if it's passed. This girl, this guy, rather, a, a boy, decided to become a girl for a day. And I've been saying this is going to happen on this program. Well, it has happened at least once, probably more times. But this happened in Loudoun County School District, Virginia, just across the river from, from D.C., this, this kid, this high school kid, said, I'm going to be a girl today, and he put on a skirt, went into a girl's bathroom. There was a girl in there, and she, uh, he saw her and raped her. And the charges have been filed. I'm not going to read the counts. There are several counts, but it includes forcible sodomy and a number of things I don't need to say on the air. You can fill in the blanks. It's unbelievable. Her dad got upset. He went to the board, school board meeting and told them what had happened. They said, well, there's no record of this because they told the, the girl that we'll handle this internally in the school so it won't become public. That's playing out as we speak. The dad got so angry and so hurt over it that he kind of lost his cool and they arrested him. 
So then they reported on the arrest. They didn't report on the incident. I have more to say, but we'll continue our conversation right here tomorrow. Thanks for being with me today. Thank you for your support. Box 399, Bellevue, 98009. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.